Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit, EndoDecoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, EndoAligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind, created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's going on, everybody? It's me, Tom, from CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, and we're having another great episode of Legalization News. We replaced it with an emoji that looks like broccoli, and again, um, we're advocating for changing laws and, and especially algorithms. So let's get into it. Oh, Miggy, how are you? Do you think gun uh, YouTube channels get as much flag as we do for 18 plus and everything? I would else? hope so. I would really <laughs> hope so. You know, I would. But, you know, everybody, I, I wanted to welcome to the, the, the show Lance Leno. Uh, and he is active in Missouri Normal. And Missouri is one of many states that may legalize this fall for adult use and sensible regulations of a plant we try to not maintain its actual name um, because we want to get the message out and we want to change this law. And there's a lot of things working against us for that. Uh, and, and, and Lance, you'll probably be able to talk a lot about that. Now, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, say what you do for normal in Missouri, and then what proposition, ballot initiative you guys are fighting for in the Show Me State? Well, my name is Lance Leneau. I'm born and raised in Columbia, Missouri, Boone County. And I was one of the top 10 signature gatherers for the New Approach Missouri Medical Marijuana Campaign. And I'm now serving as the Secretary of Missouri Normal. And Missouri Normal had a helping hand in drafting the language for the Legal Missouri 2022 initiative, which the signatures have been submitted to the state. And we are awaiting... Uh, our certificate of sufficiency nice that's awesome so there's a lot of unpacking all that yeah but i mean like this is we're going up to election season very excited uh, and more states look like they're going to join the free states uh, like where miggy and i are coming from whether it's uh, washington state or illinois you know smash like six click subscribe if you're in a free state and, and want to get a license but um how is the new approach going to regulate adult use 
cannabis in the, the in Missouri. Well, the campaign for recreational is legal in Missouri, 2022, and so it's going to legalize uh, possessing marijuana, growing marijuana, um, cultivating it, uh, smoking it. How much uh, cultivation? For everyone like over twenty-one. Use cultivation or commercial cultivation. How are they going to do these? Both. Uh, will there be licenses? Do I need a license to cultivate if I'm just a guy? Uh, you know, how are they approaching it? So, for one, there will be no cap on the amount of commercial licenses to be I issued. Love, I love it. There will only be a minimum amount to be issued. Let, the, governor, market, let the market survive. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's business. This is America. Yeah. Fair, fair, yeah. fair market. Fair capitalism. Well, it's a free market. Free market. Right. If, if anyone wants to more, the governor can award more. The Department of Health can award more. The legislature can award more. And the appeals judges can all issue more. What about homegrown? Are you guys going to allow homegrowth? Oh, yeah. Homegrown. Every adult that's over 21 can register, and they can have six flowering, six vegging, and six clones. The same as what medical patients have now. That is a healthy supply because sometimes people, they need a large amount of cannabinoids, and they may also want to extract them so they can concentrate them for their uh, for treating their, um, maybe even do that, flip the... Uh, Flip the background so to like oh. to one of these, and then show comments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we so, do it live, and it's one of those deals. And Tom's so got a little like like when I, when I push the buttons, he'd be like, "Oh, I didn't expect that." Of course, mm. sometimes when the camera changes too, you're like, "Whoa, I didn't see myself being in the camera all of a sudden." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. We, we do it live. It's just that sometimes we have the um, the brands and the overlays like this, so that people that are watching, as opposed to listening, because yeah. um, we also uh, are available on every podcast form. Uh, and we're one of the, the top uh, news, legalization news podcasts. Like we have taken away uh, a certain aspect of it simply because we wanted to reach more people. And so we have to keep it light, which is weird. But um, let's let's talk about the uh, the Legalized Missouri Act or the Legalized Missouri program. Legal Missouri 2022. Legal Missouri 2022. Uh, how does this work in Missouri? Because I'm in a legislative state. But Miggy is in a ballot initiative state. So what is Missouri doing? We are a ballot initiative state. We do everything that's progressive and marijuana is progressive through ballot initiatives. Nice. What, Lance, you said you were the top 10 uh, 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 signature gatherer. And so, like, I helped gather signatures yep. for Prop 215. And uh, I was just young and dumb and out in front of grocery stores. Like, what was your, like, help? What was your key to, like, interfacing with people how did you get so many people to to help sign your stuff uh i don't know i'm a local yeah um, yeah i'm a local that helps okay local but helps. were you just doing that then we got grocery stores libraries were you just doing the basic uh you know uh, i guess like uh activism 101 were you just on the ground pounding it yeah courthouses post right offices on. sidewalks uh, campuses, college campuses, where people mm, are at. Good one. Uh, you know, yeah. my favorite places were like um, the the pumpkin festival, where oh, like you know, oh, you 20, guys have 000. one too. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we have the Morton Pumpkin Festival. What what's the name of your pumpkin festival? The Hartsburg Pumpkin Festival. The Hartsburg Pumpkin Festival. Signing up for freedom. That's that's fantastic. Good. But um, they wouldn't let us have a table there, so we had it since the event hmm. took place in a a tiny town. Could you buy a beer? They had roads. The easement of the road was my right away. 
Oh, so wow. I was able to stand right on the edge of the where everything was going on and get the signatures. Damn. But were you able to buy a beer at the event? Mm, no, drinking doesn't go well with uh, getting signatures. But, no, no, no. But you say like, like the people that were at the event. I already were they oh, sure. was Budweiser selling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there was some kind of beer tent going on. Yeah. Would that, would that be, that's not ironic, though. It's more of a. It's, it's a lack like, of parity. And so yeah, they've regulated that. I guarantee you there was some type of license involved for the sale of that alcohol at that event. And oh, they yeah. could easily have the same type of regulation for the sale of something safer at that event. Easily. Hey, you imagine edibles at a, at a county fair. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear <laughs> that news out of Minnesota, Lance? Did you hear that one? Or like, no, I didn't. Evidently, tune in to the cannabis legalization news. Oh, legalization news, new name. Uh, on on Wednesday, we're going to talk about how Minnesota mistakenly legalized edibles. It's hilarious. Oh shit! Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, that, that's amazing, Lance. You saying though, there's a registration for the uh, if I want to be a average day Joe, I got to register to to get these plants. And and with your law, have you guys created a source for the plants? Like, are they going to be allowed to buy clones and seeds or? You know? So dispensaries will be able to sell seeds and clones and cuttings. They can yeah, now, cuttings. but nice. it's kind of burdensome. And with mm. this initiative, we're going to take a lot of that burdensome off and make it a lot easier for the dispensaries to be able to sell clones. I love it because now you're going to ha- you're going to have the industry as it stood. Yeah, as it stood for medical, though it was all immaculate conception. The state didn't oh, yeah. care where we got our genetics from. We the storks. Stork, the stork brought it yeah. in and just dropped exactly. some skittles. You know. Yeah, right. But I love that because now in Missouri, you have to get ready for $1,300 pounds or like cheaper if it's going to be light to have outdoor. Oh, my uh, and, God. And so like get ready for the industry as yeah. opposed to insulate yourself from the realities of the industry that you see in like very limited market states and across the border over in Illinois, you know, those stocks have gotten woodshedded like down 70 percent. But they still need that $60 rate for their financial models to make sense as opposed to what's going to happen uh, across the Mississippi in two more years where you're going to have an Oklahoma. It's going to be like Oklahoma Lance. Let's let's talk about how do you how does it work in Missouri? Because it is a ballot initiative. So like in Illinois, we had to like have like a rubric with a law and then you're going to pass it legislatively and then you're going to give somebody some rulemaking authority. How does it work in, um, in in Missouri with what you guys are trying to do? So you collect signatures from so many voters, and then once it's approved on the ballot by the majority of the votes casted, it becomes law. And then we've assigned in the law that the regulatory authority is the Department of Health and Senior Services. Nice. What about the uh, Department of Agriculture? Are they involved anyway? They do the hemp program. Mm. that we have here and i know they don't like doing it really and it doesn't yeah you know and i don't keep up with a lot of going on with him so i'm kind of guilty of not keeping too focused on the that, plant but, is um, so complex i i feel the yeah. same way with myself where it's like what are all these hemp questions and i'm like oh bro i i don't even sometimes i know but then sometimes it's just there is no answer it's brand freaking new you know well, no one's going to jail for him I mean, the majority right. of these people are going to jail for high THC uh, flour mm. and small amounts at that. 
that's good that Missouri's not busting because like like Hawaii's busting for Delta Eight. You know, some people will get busted for having a shop selling hemp derived, um, you know, lesser cannabinoids as I like to call them sometimes, and, and that really is it stinks. But now they're trying to say like, well, what is what is hemp, and then what's uh, the synthetic hemp, and that'll probably be something that one of the legislature not the legislatures the article three courts the circuit courts will have to actually address in the future but you know for right now meh. and how many types of licenses are contemplated in the ballot initiative or is it just legalizing well i'll talk about that but i, I want to get one thing so i don't want to move past it it's the automatic expungements will be the first state to approve automatic expungements wow. via ballot initiative. And those That's automatic awesome. expungements apply to everyone who is convicted or charged with three pounds or less. Three pounds or less. Anything more than that, then the person would have to uh, petition the court, and the court would be granted or compelled to grant it unless there was an extraordinary circumstance. You know, Dan Veets uh, is a lawyer in Missouri, and has he been very active in helping Missouri Normal? Uh, and yeah, and Dan's the, my friend. He's yeah. my neighbor. We live right down the street from each other. Seriously, Jeez. he was yeah. on the show once. You know, tell him hi for me. You know, he, he, when it comes uh, when when they legalize it, I wanted him to come back on and give us like a redux. Just be like, this is what you can do. All these things and. I have some envy uh, from how Missouri is rolling out versus how Illinois is rolled out uh, because it's more of a business down in uh, St. Louis or, or Missouri, and it's more of a racket in Chicago. Like it's almost like a, it, it's well, almost like way too rigged, way too a, crappy. Yeah. It's a racket in any of these states. I mean, any of these states, you know, uh, um, the people who are regulating it are not doing very well. And it's a lot of times because of the rules that were given. But uh, Lance, what is the the, 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 the polling like there how, in Missouri? How, how, what's the, the okay. feeling? Is this going to pass? So we did our own poll and it came back with 62%. And then the news stations and news organizations around Missouri did their own poll. And it polled the exact same, 62%. And that poll, those two polls were done over a year apart from one another. Whoa. Nice. So stay in power. And mm. I that think one that, poll was just recently conducted uh, last month. And well, let's talk about the status of your medical program in Missouri. That's no. fast maturing. You gave it away is. a lot of licenses, over 60 cultivation licenses. How many dispensary licenses are in the state? Well, there's 192 know. minimum that were to be issued. And I think they have 195 or 196 Wow. We're going to issue 185 this year in Illinois two years late because they tried to limit it so much. And I go, guys, you understand how much these are going to cost with the way that you're regulating this, right? Like to be compliant, this isn't going to be, you can't just do this. You know, it's going to be an effort. It's going to cost a million, a million and a half bucks just for the dispensary. You didn't need to like then create the license to be an asset in and of itself that's worth two to five million dollars. That's a little silly, in my opinion. One thing that makes us much different than Illinois is that in Illinois, you have to have a, if I understand correctly, a relationship with your doctor, some kind of existing relationship. And the state can drag their heels on approving or denying your application. Well, in Missouri, if they don't approve or deny your application with 30 days of applying, your paperwork becomes a de facto card. 
that you can wow. cultivate with, that you can go shopping at the dispensary with. So they have right. a little incentive to process your application. Uh, you guys, I imagine you're going to, I mean, this sounds like too good to be true. I mean, you're really like Missouri just sounds like I want to like move there if this happens because the business potential. But uh, uh, man, uh, Tommy put it on me and I just totally lost my train of thought because like I like, do that. But, I should have switched the angles. No, you're good, man. It's just because the market that's going to happen sounds really amazing. But is the recreation or the medical market, are they automatically being given the licenses? Are they going to be able to turn the switch and be like, okay, now we're recreational too? Because that's another fair thing, right? The people who are already the players should be also be part of the main, like, why not bring the freaking medical market to the regular market? Because it's the same fucking plant. It's the same consumable product that people are going to smoke and ingest. You know, so are, are, there, are you guys, medical guys, getting the first chance then for, for licenses? So the, medic, the people who already have the licenses will have the option to convert to what they call a comprehensive license, which is the one that does both. And within 60 days, the department must approve or deny it. And if they do not approve or deny it, then it is automatically approved. Using that tax, re- tax revenue, they're going to pay for the automatic expungements. And then one third of it will go to the Veterans Commission, as it does nice. right now with the medical marijuana. Medical marijuana right now is four percent tax; it goes solely to the vets. So on recreational, yeah. that third tax will be once it pays for the expungements, it'll be go to the vets. It'll go to drug treatment and rehab, and then with the remaining one third, we will fund the Missouri Public Defender's Office. Nice. Oh my God, that is the most wow. underfunded office in any state. It's like, no, we want to convict you. Why? Because I'm a prosecutor, I like to win. Like, but that's why would how it I is. Like, give somebody another lawyer? Right? But yeah, yeah. But that that sucks. I mean, that's not fair. But there's a lot of things in America that aren't fair. But um, wow, this yeah. this law sounds amazing. If you guys can get this passed through, but uh, it's pulling at 62. percent Then, yeah, think think. So we needed 170,000 signatures that were valid, or just about. We turned in 398,000 signatures. Right. So, you know, we're pretty sure we made it. But and then that's the thing. Also, like when I meant when I said think through the time, uh, your medical market is growing. New businesses are opening their doors. They're harvesting their crops. They're getting them to those 192 dispensaries. The number of patients is also growing. So the uh, stigmas are, are just falling because you know people in the neighborhood now have this stuff. And they're talking with their neighbors and it's just, you know, going through the community and it is going to just get more popular. Uh, and so now you're, let's see, it's the seventh month, you're four months into the future. It's not going to be less popular. It's going to be more popular. Maybe it'll pass by 62%. Maybe it'll pass by 64%. Yeah. Maybe 57. We'll see, you know, like, but the medical oh, campaign yeah. passed by 65.9%. So oh, we wow. rounded at 66 but, but, you know, the thing is, the argument against the plant is falling on its ass. That's uh, There's just no reason why this plant should not be illegal, right? Like, when people say, yeah. what about the children, right? Like, when they say, like, how do I explain, like, two men kissing or this plant and, and drugs? Like, well, how do you explain war? How do you explain all the homeless people, right? There's other shit to worry about besides this goddamn plant. And it's actually making it worse, you know, which is... For true, Miggy. And that brings us to 20 past the hour, everybody. Uh, you know what that means? We'll be back in a small commercial break.
Hey, everybody. Now that it is 20 past four, especially on the East Coast, you can go ahead and head on over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. That is uh, where our company kind of lives. And uh, you can see if you're qualified on that. Uh, there's a trick to filling this out. And I don't want to tell you the trick because I'd be worried that it would ruin the screening process. Did you know that 70% of the people who fill that out do it wrong? Or like are just not ready for what goes on in the cannabis industry. Anyway, oh, back to so. Lance Leno and uh, Missouri Normal. We're talking legalization and who's doing it well and who's doing it right. Uh, and I've been very impressed so far with what Missouri's got cooking for, for this fall. Uh, let, let's I haven't even on. got to all the good stuff. There's still a lot more good what? stuff. What? That. That's what I no said. Way. We're moving. Like, that was the transition. It's like, let's really talk about it. What else? What, what, yeah. are, you, what are you really excited about that uh, that you think is going to be great for the, the industry in Missouri? So it's going to allow gifting of up to three ounces between people oh, who are over God. 21. So that will truly allow a cannabis cup to be legal in the state. Nice. Wow. Cannabis cup. And then Roger, shout out to him, Roger Hendricks. He's down in, in Missouri and he's launching a maze cannabis with his crew. And so I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out because like he does some great stuff. He was revolutions uh, geneticist for many years. So having him like uh, launch that is going to be interesting. But then you're going to cannabis cup. You see, you have a low barrier entry so you can enter the market just kind of like you could in Michigan, like with a hundred plant license. And then you could win an award to get a famous strain and you'd be sold out, you know? Uh, uh, that's really cool. But uh, is there any guidance? Like how long is this thing that the people are going to pass? How does that work? Because like, you know, with canopy size and other types of regulatory compliance that we need to put into the application, those are the things that, you know, what I do for a living. Uh, I'm always really sure. curious about. So on this legalization bill we're working on, it's going to mandate at least a minimum. I'm going to say again, a minimum of 144 micro licenses. Damn. Interesting. Those micro licenses will be awarded to people with limited capital who reside in high poverty communities, who are service disabled vets, or who have been arrested for marijuana offenses. Yeah. Now, and those, uh, there's a $1,500 refundable application fee for those micro licenses, and it's all done by a lottery selection. And wow. going forward, going forward, any license issued in the state of Missouri, period, will be subject to the lottery selection and getting the third party score out of the equation. How do we approach the lottery then? Because uh, I never thought that I would ever make money in the cannabis industry when I was a kid or uh, that I would make money um, advising uh, people as to mathematical analysis regarding exploiting lotteries, it seems. Uh, so how are they going to run the lottery? I mean, like Illinois just changed their rules and I'm like, well, if you want to know what I think, here's some contracts. We'll talk about that. I'm sure there'll be some regulations that go into yeah. how that lottery process plays out. But, you know, I suspect they'll make it as fair as they can. And I believe they will do their best to do that. Yeah. Well, that's always been my point, too. We talk about social equity and, and you know, the number one thing, because we know 
the war on drugs has had some disparaging effects on minorities and whatnot, but you can't really single a law for like color of skin. So, but you can say, okay, someone who's been arrested or whatnot. So that's a great thing that you guys are adding to it. So that'll be a lottery. If you're, is that the social equity that this law is providing then the, the, the fact that you can get that reimbursed uh, $1,500 for a license or is this not even like touching the social equity part? I think the real social equity is this: these micro licenses are going to be the stepping stone to the real license. Yeah, or you know, like think about it that your the local brewery, you know, uh, and I love it because they that we have some like and this is a small city where I live, you know, but we still have like three local breweries, and and that type of thing that's that micro license right there where that really that's the most and then when they with social equity it is the the rights and so like if you have equity in something a company you have rights in it and so we arrested you and convicted you like we the united states did that to you and your family and so having that aspect of it and then having it not be tied to a particular state for the arrest like they do in uh, uh new jersey and they do in um massachusetts is impeachable uh, or unimpeachable against the dormant commerce challenge which guys like me are going to bring when you try to self-deal and just say like, you know, we can't get into your state. And I'm like, wait, that violates the Dormant Commerce Clause. I'm not saying you can't do it, but you need Congress to bless it. You ain't got that. Congress says like, none of this is legal, you know? And so- Yeah, uh, our medical marijuana bill, we originally had a 51% Missouri ownership and then a federal judge stroke it down based wow. on that commerce clause. That's right. So now yeah. we, we took that over in Illinois and right there where I'm sitting, uh, there's a, a case that's going to knock it out. And then there's the stuff that we're filing right now. And it's just like, look, you defined it wrong. You defined it wrong. Define it again. Like, I'm not saying you can't define it again. I'm going to say, if you don't, it's going to get struck out down. Well, and I think there's a limited license. It would, but it bought yeah. time. It took it a while for the court to strike it down. That's good. So it helped like build the infrastructure for the actual Missourians, right? Like locals and stuff. Yeah. But like your recreational, yeah. I mean, it sounds really amazing how it's how it's going to be. Um, you know, with the giving, it sounds like a a normal product. Yeah, <laughs> can know? we get it at farmers markets? Uh, I don't know. Not yet, at least. That would be. be- I know that. Like, yeah. I th- yeah, I, I I love the idea of the micro, and I love that we're going to give that paired to the social equity ownership. The person that was like Miggy, Miggy's a social equity. My girlfriend's a social equity. You know, um, they yeah, those were micro rat- licenses. They can do thirty thousand square feet of artificial lighting. Or That's not micro. Oh, thirty thousand square feet Sad. of artificial. I don't want to get flagged because this is legalization news. But you know, when you see it 30,000, I immediately think that is about 16,000 pounds if you're just dialed in on an annualized basis. And so that's not micro, you know, 16,000 pounds, huge. And you want to like run it. So the, the fresh roasted coffee aspect where you are going to taste better and different than the stuff they get at the dispensaries. That's your competitive advantage. We're extending medical cars to be valid for three years instead of one. So cultivation costs will be reduced by 50%. So instead of costing $100 per year, it'll be $50. And that'll be good for three years. Is there going to be a product difference in recreational versus medical in Missouri if this passes? 
A what difference? A product difference. Like here in Washington, we got the stupidest law that their rule that says medical is going to be tested at this higher standard, and recreational doesn't have to check no. the spectrum. Whereas Not that I'm aware of. Common sense says it all should be checked the same way, right? Like it's a, it's a plant we all smoke, and so, right. and you know, the reason why I asked about the uh, uh, recreational or the medical is getting the license first because you're saying it's unlimited licensing. So I'd imagine that alone, that opportunity creating that. The, the recreation, the medical guy should get a first dibs, I guess, you know, that, to me, it makes sense. If you're going to have this huge ass, uh, you know, there's no reason for them to complain if you're just medical at this point, it, it seems if it passes, right? Uh, but what, what what is going to be the difference in like protections or the systems or the rules with recreational versus medical? Is there anything? So we're going to, we're going to provide employment discrimination protections nice. for medical marijuana card holders. And you can use recreational marijuana, but you just can't be high on the job. Yeah. Or, you know, what I want to see is the state amazing. really put it to the feds and just say, like, no, you're not going to take the money. You're not going to enforce this. We're only going to have this policy for these lawful uh, participants. We're not saying it could be unlawful. These are regulated. We're regulating it this way. You should give them the same respect that you give anything else. Uh, because like federal government, they, they seem like they can't legalize it for whatever reason. They're just, they just can't understand that it's like, wait, we have to cross out this one line. Yeah. We just cross out that one line. I don't know if I can do that. You just cross out this one line and that just stops all the problems. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. I don't know about that. And so, you know, you have to kind of train them and then also call them out on, on their crap and be like, these are good jobs. We regulate them higher than we regulate most of your other federal lengthly subsidized jobs. What is your problem? Uh, and so I don't know if that's what's going to happen or if they'll actually legislate anything. But I mean, they, they just stripped out the Safe Banking Act again from the American Competes Act. So how is that going to pass by itself? You know, they, it, it, Lance, what do you think it's going to be federally legal? Uh, I I actually envision a future where it remains federally illegal when I'm an old man. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I feel that. I mean, why that? What, 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 what's the theory yeah. behind that then? I don't know. That's just what my gut tells me. Mm. Yeah, I have not been very impressed with like our. Um, Intellectual well, acumen. Not real popular. I mean, it's popular with you and I. That's it's right. It's not real popular with the the, the overall. That like, is correct. More people are focused on abortion right now. Yeah, they they absolutely. The, yeah. You know, if you were able to walk in the halls of Congress right now, a, a legislature is only going to hear two things, and that's a gu- abortion and gun control. Right. Anything else? And they don't even listen to that shit. They don't even listen to that shit. <laughs> so why are they going to listen to us when we go like, you know, this plant can really help a lot of people? Shut up. Do you have $250,000 for me? No. Well, then I got to go somewhere else. And so uh, that's all I hear. I believe the halls uh, of capital are still shut down. I don't think you're able to uh, lobby from office to office. I thought we had a First Amendment. No, we don't. That's right. We can just pray like at any school and like just, hey, um, Sharia law is great. We should have it. Uh, Wait, no, maybe maybe we should have like a secular system. You know, we're freedom and ideas. And then there's laws where nobody was respected in any one particular thing about what they think, and you're allowed to just all think what you want. Hello? Is this America? No, it's not. That's not how America works no more. 
Well, you know, it's crazy, too. Just fixing this law, uh, you know, freeing people. It's done more damage than good for Americans. Like, sh- show me show me on doll who where it's helped. <laughs> like, you know, there's no there's nothing good about prohibition. Uh, oh, right, right. But then we go right back to it. We go right back to it and we say that we've won. And so uh, why do we think that prohibition works after as long as we have been exposed to what prohibition entails and what it does to people why do we still think it works hey lance you know what's nice about having a friend as a lawyer a lawyer as a friend is like this is the time where like being an activist where i've always like wondered it's like what if all the states are what it used to be a thinking like if over half the states legalize it then there's got to be a mandate right some sort of federal mandate that it happens tom is there something there's not yeah there's not right so if every state happens to legalize it where's the uh, uh interstate shit <laughs> that'd be so oh, no, the the, the, the that's what the dormant commerce clause is. Congress mm-hmm. hasn't spoken specifically. It's dormant. And so because they did not say that you're allowed to discriminate for a particular reason to ameliorate, and that is the verb of the day, ameliorate. So uh, uh, to fix a problem that from the past that is narrowly tailored for the discrimination that your law has done. Is it uh, the scheduling, though, that really is the thing that's stopping interstate commerce? No, no. What I'm saying is that if the if the the federal government doesn't provide some type of like rubric for why you're discriminating, the states are not allowed to do so, and so you're just not allowed to self deal and like have these types of requirements that only somebody who is an in state long term in state resident, two years, five years, how many years, nineteen in the case of Connecticut, uh, that is what your criterion of eligibility entails to being awarded this license. Uh, that is a discrimination that self deals against uh, an in-state actor and against an, uh, an out-of-state actor, and there's no federal law that says that it's okay. And so, therefore, it is, it's subject to strict scrutiny, which means you're gonna probably lose. Yeah, but can, um, can states create like commerce uh, agreements amongst themselves? Right, like no. here in the West Coast, I would love to buy some Cali weed if they could transport. No, I didn't, I, I didn't validate that contract to the extent that I could. If I was in in a court, just be like, no, they do not have the capacity to enter into this contract, and therefore it is invalid because of federal bullshit overall. Oh yes, yes, because of and, all sorts of things. I mean, it's it's great. There's this wonderful case about the AK futures and Boyd, where it, Delta they, they there's one case that that's out there now from the, the Ninth Circuit that says what the farm bill means. And, and so there is when there's a farm bill and then it's out there and that's what Congress says. And then you hear the DEA and these other bullshit agencies, the FDA saying what they think it means. And then finally you get a court, an Article Three court saying, no, it means this. And so now you've gone through all the branches. And so you started in the legislative, you moved over to the executive with the FDA and the DEA, and then you moved over to the Article Three court, uh, which is the judicial. And so now all of them have spoken and the judicial said it means what it says. And so that's why all these new um, uh, cannabinoids that are out there, they're going to push an edge that's going to be what is uh, hemp and what is uh, a synthetic. That hasn't been decided yet. So it's it's an interesting plant and it's an interesting area to to, to kind of try to practice in. But um, there are no rules. We're making them up. I mean, how many other plants have so many laws just about it? I mean, how many how many plants are people in jail for right now? Like, this is insane that we just have to go through this rubric every day. You know, like, poor, poor Lance. I get a, Every once in a while, I get a text message from Lance Glore from prison 
uh, just saying like, hey, happy Father's Day. And to me, it's just a sad reminder. Like, hey, man, I'm sorry you're behind bars again still. I think he's now on his uh, seventh year in prison on a 10 Seven and ten. Mm-hmm. It's so, a federal charge for him, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a bullshit. Yeah. I mean, he, he was obliging to all the medical rules, right? It was the early days in 2011. Uh, uh, you know, you would think the, the affirmative defense was a thing, but it's not for the most part. Now it's more accepted, right? I mean, how many... I haven't heard of any real federal prosecutions or, uh, recently, but they still are people sitting behind bars. You know, I heard there's over 400 people right now. So 400. I thought it was like 40,000. Well, that 40, is something that, you know, that we don't raise money for this. But the last yeah. prisoner project, the Weldon project, uh, even Freedom Grow Forever, but Freedom Grow Forever, they raise money for commissary. They don't raise yeah. money for data and like trying to get people out. And our initiative will out. release people from prison for marijuana for state. How many people are in state prison right now for uh, for you guys? You know, I I don't think there's an I know there's a, a number, but I don't know what it is. And and you I know guys, that the number of people that it will expunge period is so large. I don't think yeah. any of us really know the number to that. Yeah. Well, Adela Wisdom, she's still going through her trial through with you guys and uh, a couple other people I know who. Uh-huh. Going through a, she had a public defender, I suppose. But what did this drop the charges though? What did this once this uh, law uh, passes? Anybody that's been like going through actual, there's people being prosecuted right now for it. Wouldn't that stop that prosecution or not? Well, I don't know the details to Adela's case. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, because she's went public with this on her social media stuff, yeah. which we told her not to. But <laughs> oh. you know, I think she was. I think she was growing like 22 plants outside in her yard. So I'm not Wait, too she's, sure. She's being like open and notorious. She's like, it's right here. Well, it's, they're premature too. So they weren't. Well, even if you're only, I think, allowed to grow 18 medical plants per patient. So that's open and you notorious. Know, she was it's still like, out of her. Well, limit, that's, well so. I say that's where she's at, though. She's willing to argue the, the what is the plant, right? She wants to get down to the. the, the definitive definition of this yeah. thing which is still like why are we still fighting over hemp and marijuana i mean the thing is sometimes activists like to bring the 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 the, the intelligent conversation into the law whereas the normies can't understand what's going on they, they don't, don't understand care. yeah you know it's we all understand this is one freaking plant but we have to have laws that divide it and make it a fun time medicine versus uh rope which is bullshit Right. Another thing our initiatives do, too, is going to do other good things. It's going to allow uh, parents to have parental parental protections in family court. Nice. And it's going to allow uh, no-knock raids to be banned for marijuana. So any cop that wants to break in your door, they're going to have to check with the Department of Health if it's about marijuana and verify that you are indeed a cultivator and you're registered with the state and all that. And so it's going to effectively prohibit no-knock warrants. From marijuana. Nice. Like, that's the way to do it. And I, I, I really enjoy um, the dichotomies as I've gotten out. Because, like, I, it, was, it was by necessity. And Illinois just failed to launch. And so you had to learn all these other states to help consult with teams that are getting into those other states. But And we uh, remove marijuana odor as probable cause. So nice. once our initiative nice. wins, it'll be embedded in the Constitution that the odor of marijuana will no longer constitute detention or probable cause for law enforcement to take action on you. I wonder if that's the only way we're going to get uh, we legalize this by constitutional amendment, simply because it's so freaking popular. And after the, let's contemplate five years from now, Missouri legalizes, it works. 
Some people go broke. A lot of people don't go broke and they make a decent business. And we reinvigorate、uh, the people that we injured because of social equity principles and tax allocations about the cash flows. Great.、Um, what's going to happen then? It's just going to accelerate that snowball down the mountain. And so you're going to be more likely to legalize. Even when you come up against algorithms like we're, you know, once we're done with this podcast and we hang up, there's a better than, better than even shot that it might not, it just might get buried and nobody gets to see it, which is weird. I mean, like they can download it on the, the podcast first and check out regular legalization news on the podcast first、uh, and, and you can get that. But, Yeah, I mean, oh, people to, on probation, parole, bond, pre trial release. Those people can be able to use、uh, medical marijuana. Right on. Wow. They would always use that. That was one of the、um, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Kind of like we're going to catch you or we're going to catch and you. And regular marijuana, not just、yeah. medical, but、right. also adult. Well, the, the metabolism. Is, yeah. So they,、uh, when they piss hot, it's, it's the same metabolite.、Uh, it, it, the metabolization process into your body doesn't really know whether or not it is taxed or not.、Uh, <laughs> we just kind of assume that it does. It doesn't. But、um, what's, yeah. what's your guys' recreational? Because you're, you're going to have a registry. Is the.、Uh, Does the registry allow、uh, an individual to get involved into the recreational market? Like, if I grew it at home, can I bring it to a pot shop and, and then they can buy it from me? Or is, you know, if I buy a、uh, license? No.、Nah. Not、okay. now. Not as、right、it stands.、On. And I don't think that'll be the case either when our initiative goes there. No, I think that's good. I, I think you should have a difference. And I think it should be like more like home brewing, where There's a problem. No municipality will be able to opt out of this either. It will require、wow. the people to opt out. Oh, that, that is what we call controlling the defaults, people. Very important in your jurisdiction when you are advocating for a legalization. Make sure the controlling of the defaults is you're in unless you get out. Because that changes the needle from zero to one more like you would never believe. If you're in an opt in situation, you're going to get about a third of the action that you would have gotten is if you were in an opt out. And so we're really talking about pointing the delta somewhere else.、Uh, they've done these studies before in policy when it comes to recycling. And so if you are in a jurisdiction where there's recycling and you have to opt in to recycle, you are substantially less likely to recycle, like by an order of magnitude, like again, like 300% less. And so if the, the jurisdiction also has an opt in, so like you have to recycle unless you don't want to. Then there's like an, it's like two thirds compliance or something.、Uh, and, and so I, that is a very great punctilio, which means a small point of、uh, drafting in legislation when it comes to how you should roll out sensible cannabis policies. You've, you've made it an opt in. So they have the, the municipalities, they have the opportunity to take the cash flow so they don't have to make the moral judgment. So, like politicians, you know, they're like eggs. On a wall that you're trying to you know, nail to a wall, and they're just so squishy. They don't really want to get pinned down into whatever one thing there is because they might have to ask for somebody else who believes in something slightly different for a large amount of money so that they can win again, you know? Oh, it's going to prohibit the legislature from passing a per se DWI limit、oh, nice. driving law. Moving to、no, Missouri.、Uh, yeah. yeah, the highway patrol and the law enforcement will actually have to prove impairment. Not just detection of metabolites. Wow, that's amazing. Man, 
selling okay. that license in St. Clair County and moving. Wait, 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 wait. You got to burst my bubble. Everything sounds amazing. So so tell me. Like, obviously, you're saying more than half the population loves this. You got amazing aspects yeah. of this rule. Is your governor an asshole like South Dakota and North Dakota where they, they can override yes. the, the will of the people? Okay, there we go. But he there can't you. override us, but he's an asshole, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they have to accept it. but once it because They have it. to accept it because wow. in order to amend the Constitution of Missouri, it requires a vote of the people, and only a vote of the people can amend it, ever. Beautiful. Wow. I can't believe that Missouri trusts its people. Illinois they did that back in 1907. There was a politician who thought it was a good idea to give power back to the people. And God. now looking right. back on it 130 years later, I bet there's some politicians that regret doing that. Well, screw so, them. Again, progress, though. The, the yeah. politicians aren't the country. We're the country. Yeah. They're our servants. <laughs> They're supposed to think about these types of things and be like, oh, we're supposed to be doing that. Why do you think we're getting there at lunch? Eight by the rest of the world because we've set this up to just pay off billionaires from like slush funds and then we're not competitive anymore. I mean, like, this is a global medical economy. marijuana patients will be able to flower up to 24 flowering plants, wow. so effectively doubling their uh, their load right now as it stands. A 24 plants, not even in the commercial though, they don't, you know? yeah. Right now, a caregiver who is uh, right now a patient who is growing for themselves and caregiving for two other patients can cultivate for a maximum of 18 flowering plants in their enclosed lock facility as it stands now. So when we legalize recreational, we'll go back through and do that amendment to the medical side and allow people to basically grow up to 24 flowering plants for six patients. Fuck. So you, do you guys, someone grows for other patients, is it like a collective or is it just a caregiver? Uh, just a caregiver patient relationship. Right on. I mean, it's that's still... keeping it flexible, though. You're and not the caregiver. Away. The caregiver cars are cheap. They're only twenty five dollars. Holy fuck! Good. And then, are the caregivers allowed to operate so they can at least recoup their costs, if not make like an eight percent profit? So the state's aware that some uh, monetary would happen, and it so what they've agreed to, to make is the medicine. It makes so, sense. So, so what they've agreed to is time, materials, and overhead expenses. Mm. And no, like, because like if we you can't sell it by the gram, because the only place that can sell it is a dispensary. Oh wow! But like if we're buying a house or something like that, or doing like a real estate flip, you know, usually the builder has like overhead and profit, and so like there's an agreed amount of percentage for like thank you for doing this for us, and you get some remuneration too. Uh, that's something that we need to put into the law, especially for the growers, because they don't have it. Like, you know, they, they don't really, they're just like, oh, we're selling it for this, we're selling it for that. And they aren't really looking at it from like, you know, constructing the house type of style where it's like that flower just doesn't magically appear, you know? Yeah. Uh, so how do we like set prices? Those types of conversations though, from a policy perspective are great to have. Like right now, like depending on which state you're in, you know, they don't exist for, or that, you know, it's, it's a weird industry, I guess. Well, I just, more importantly, this is just going to stop arresting people. I mean, right yes. now there's over 20,000 yeah. arrests every year in Missouri. For Holy shit. For small ones. No, it's, and it's, black yeah, people yeah. Yeah. are arrested at a far higher rate than their yeah, white yeah. counterparts. And there's some areas of the, the state, depending on where you live, that if you're black, you're over like seven or eight per times more likely yep. to get pulled over. 
just for yeah. being in that area. But again, smallest percentage of population, largest amount of rest. This is not, you know, true. And but then and it's they, gonna allow law enforcement to focus on more violent crimes, like real crime, more value, right? Like real crime. <laughs> do we need to code law enforcement? It's like you know, racist by or racial bias. I'm not saying it's racist, but racial biased out of uh, enforcement of laws. Do we need, um, uh, you know, uh, patrols that are just an algorithm, an AI that's like looking at a camera and saying like this, this, this and this, and and so the cop really can't create its own probable cause. The cop's probable cause has to go through this lens of an artificial intelligence so that, I mean, like if, if that's the problem, and, and it clearly is, otherwise the data wouldn't say that the data what it says, but it's like 300, 500, 700% over-representation. Why? You know? Well, we're doing, we're prohibiting that odor of marijuana to be used as probable cause. So that will be gone. That will be forever a relic of history. Nice. You, you know what's funny is uh, you hear about all these states when they do their laws, and all the states say, "Hey, uh, the, the regulators or the people who created the the bills," and they go, "We traveled to all these states, and we got the best aspects of every state." No, but you guys, holy <laughs> shit, nailed it! I mean, really, it's well, going to be for the people. Off, you know, yeah, that's that's the thing. And then execute. I think we got the best one. Oh yeah, I mean execution will be a thing, but just passing oh, it. Just like, be, I'll be, I'll be yelling yeah. about it. We'll, be we'll find out internet. in late July, early August. So anywhere from July twenty eighth to August tenth. While well, lean towards August tenth, well, I think it's the eighth, ninth. Those are the cutoff days. So somewhere by early to mid August, they have a deadline to notify us if we achieved our signature threshold. Nice. So we'll know very soon. How's the administration uh, in Missouri? Pro business, at least, you know, if not anti-weed. It's Republicans and extreme Republicans. Oh, oh my God! No. So they think Trump won. They're just completely pro. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. think January sixth yeah. was a holiday. <laughs> Christ! There's saw- been a lot of. Uh, they passed an election bill, an election law bill, to make their elections safer. Yeah, and they recently passed a bill banning making being homeless in Missouri a crime. Wow, that's so. so like, are they going to provide houses, or you're just going to be a criminal? And then you get isn't that kind of like that's an interesting catch twenty two. Uh, are, are you homeless? Well, that's a crime. We're that, putting you into prison, and yeah. so now you have a home. The the article I read that was talking about the the, the law in reference. It said that. The uh, HUD funds that would go to providing affordable housing would instead be circumvented to uh, build a camp for these homeless people to seek a uh, mental health and substance abuse treatment. Oh, I love that because, you know, poor people, they can really afford drugs. No, they can't. You, you realize poor people can't afford drugs, right? The rich people can afford drugs, especially if it's alcohol and cocaine or cigarettes. Cigarettes are also now expensive. Um, the policy a, that comes out of America is so stupid. You'd swear that we were educated by shamans and hucksters. Pretty much. But I mean, if you look at the the last, you know, that's one of my things about like America's always been like the lowest bidder nation, right? Yeah. And co- companies always go to the lowest bidder. And when I always talked about business, it, you know, I always point to the previous guy as like being the like an example of bad business. This guy was a horrible when I, I grew up in Atlantic City. And, and so I knew about 
the practices of the jackass in the like as a business person and you're like as a working person a working man someone who believes in labor and all this stuff it's like that's that's the antithesis of uh, what a what an american is supposed to help be a working man this guy was just taking advantage of people not paying bills and it's, and it's an issue with the lowest bidder shit it's like as, as it makes us lesser when we accept a lesser product for you know, just to be cheaper, you know, yeah. working at quality, it's 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 a very frustrating anti. It's not good. <laughs> you know? I dare say we'll have the best cannabis uh, law in the country. Are you going to get in? Are you going to try to be an equity holder? I don't know. You know, if the opportunity ever rolled my way, maybe I'd consider it. Sure. Well, yeah, no, I, I I always tell people. Get in because you never know if that's going to be the only chance you get. And listen to what your state's telling you, but don't. And so, like, even what the law says, and they're saying they're going to do it this way, they're not. So just get in at the first uh, chance that you can because that might be it for you. And so it sounds like New Jersey, not not New Jersey, Missouri is setting up for a wonderful 2023, a license round that might be on the order of magnitude for New Jersey and uh, New Mexico if they had a baby, because there's more people in in Missouri. 30 days after we vote on it, the protections for possession and parental stuff all take effect. And the department has to make available the uh, application and registration forms for the adults over 21 that want to cultivate. Then 30 days after that, they have to start accepting the applications. So okay. no later than February eighth, we'll but see there's a regular. I mean, I've seen, I've seen New Jersey. I've seen. I'm seen, sorry. I've seen. Uh, I've seen New Jersey as well. But I've seen Missouri's regulation regulations for their medical, and so if we just copy yeah. them right over to their adult use. Ah. They're 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 quite. Um, you have to comply, and that that compliance is is like you know, uh, not quite Illinois, uh, a little bit more stringent than Michigan. Uh, you, it, it's still quite a level that most uh, people that will just apply like for nothing uh, can, cannot hit, you know? You and know, so, like, poor New Jersey, you know, they didn't get home cultivation. Yeah. So disappointing. It, it really is. It yeah. very much is. But they at least got an open market, but they only gave it to social equity so far. So there's going to be some lawsuits filed in New Jersey in the next 12 to 18 months. I'll guarantee it. Um but like the way that you guys are setting it up, where it's just more like a New Mexico style, good luck having a lawsuit. You said the free market's settling this. You know, it's kind of like Miss, uh, Michigan. Michigan's not having a lot of lawsuits stopping uh, licenses. They have a lot of lawsuits amongst the partners that have the license. And so you're still going to have partnership disputes. Is there a barrier with like vertical and horizontal or you, can you be vertical? You can be vertical in Missouri. Nice. Or you can be horizontal. You can be yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Nice. That sounds like a lot of good potential for, you know, small business people, you know. <laughs> I want to get involved. Uh, what is the license uh, range and the prices? Like For which ones? For recreational, like from your uh, tier, your small graph to your large grow. Well, I know the micro licenses are the $1,500 refundable application fee. And I think on the um, the recreational, I think they're ten thousand uh, dollar non refundable application fees. But the micro licenses are refundable. You can get Good. your money back for those. Nice. Oh, so that's always non refundable. That's that's fucking awesome. Oh my well, god. But then like the, they, they, they build the compliance. Lottery. 
Okay. Oh, okay. And we've but gotten that... the score. So the scores now, once our law becomes effective, the third party scores out of the out of a job. They Damn. won't be around. But what about the non-compliant operator? And so you're going to have this line in the sand, like you have to do this to be regulatorily compliant in the state of Missouri for operations. And and the guy just won the lottery. And so like, that's the thing. That's where the the expense is going to come in with putting in all these SOPs, because if it's just going to be a lottery and you just get the license, that's fine. You're going to lose it now if you don't have the right SOPs in, in, in place to be able to be compliant to the actual regulations. And so they have one commencement of the, inspections. Okay, so that that's good because like that's one of the things that when you're doing these licenses, like Illinois' first round, they required you to have like all of that in place before you put in the application. They judge it for completeness. It's similar to uh, New Jersey. And so if you're going to do it backwards where it's just here's the lottery, you've won, then when do you when do you mandate that uh, regulatory completeness for their SOPs and their actual application? Uh, and then that is usually where you know guys like me make their nut because then it's like, here you go. You know, it's this many pages and this is this is what you need to do to be good. And then if you want more than this, we can start getting a checklist and like your data by day, you know. If you guys want to check out the initiative, you can read all about it. The website is www.legalmo22.com. Legalmo22.com. Yep. Sweet. Lance you know, we, we kibitzed for a whole hour and, um, I really you know, want to thank you for coming by. Uh, how can people help Missouri legalize this fall? Join Missouri normal. Join Missouri normal. I love it. It's straightforward. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and, and then is it, is this bill in the government pages? You know, when you go, can you track it? Can besides the website? Yeah. Can be awesome? You can track it at the secretary of state of Missouri's website. Oh, sweet. Um, I forgot what which one we are, but it's very clear who it is. It says Legal Missouri 2022 as the the political campaign. Well, Legal Missouri up. 2022. If you're in Missouri, vote for it. Do it. Yeah. Awesome. No yeah. Um, well, I guess we're gonna be wrapping it up. Thank you so much, Lance. Maggie, great, yes. great to talk with you. Thank again. you for having oh, me. Boys. Yeah, last oh, yeah. our pleasure, you, man. Our pleasure. Yeah, uh, it sounds like a, uh, my wife's gonna get mad at me when we move to Missouri. Oh, she will not. <laughs> she will not. Because let me tell you something. You could, uh, for the amount that you pay in rent in Missouri, you'd oh have my a God. mansion, a castle. You would. <laughs> and then if they ju- if they define social equity, because like Miggy's social equity, he was arrested. Yes. And so, like, if you define it in a dormant commerce clause compliant way, where it means that it doesn't matter if they're arrested in Missouri or in Nebraska or in Florida, it matters if they were arrested in the United States, you're not discriminating. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yep. I'll use that all day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Well, you know, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday when we're going to talk about how evidently Minnesota has legalized it but only for edibles. That's awesome. That's crazy. All right. We'll see you guys. Take care. Thank you. Good luck. Oops, oops, oops.
Brown chicken. 